welcome to this Sunday worship, this time in which we are gathered on the Lord's Day, and we gather at the Lord's table as well. So I especially rejoice in being able to proclaim the word, to gather at table, and like those disciples on the way to Emmaus on Easter evening, to know that Christ is with us. Thank you for sharing in this time of worship for your attention to the disciplines of faith, to the Word of God, and to this community of faith. I invite us to share our call to worship. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you, and also with you. The risen Christ is with us. Praise the Lord. We join in the singing of Let Us Break Bread Together. From you no secrets are hidden. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. I invite us to pray as we prepare to hear the word of God as it comes to us from Mark the sixth chapter, verses thirty through forty-four. Lord, you speak your word anew this day 
you pour your spirit upon us. Truly, we live and move and have our being in you. We thank you for the gift of this day, for the gift of yourself, for the gift of this community of faith. Help us to hear your word above all else. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. From Mark chapter 6, verses 30 through 44. The apostles returned to Jesus and told him all they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come away by yourselves to a lonely place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a lonely place by themselves. Now many saw them going and knew them, and they ran there on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. As he went ashore, he saw a great throng and had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. And when it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a lonely place, and the hour is now late. Send them away to go into the country and villages round about and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. And they said to him, Shall we go and buy two hundred denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves have you? Go and see. And when they had found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then he commanded them all to sit down by companies upon the green grass. So they sat down in groups, by hundreds and by fifties. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven, and blessed, and broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces and of the fish. And to those who ate the loaves were five thousand men. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, in recent weeks, perhaps months, I'm guessing we've spent more time at our own table lately. We know we've not been able to frequent restaurants, even fast food places, as much as we are accustomed to do so. So we've been there in our own homes, our own tables before us, and I've enjoyed seeing some of this on social media, especially as I see some of our parents teaching their young children to cook. Well, Paul and I fortunately have long enjoyed cooking together, enjoying the produce that we may have frozen or grown in our gardens. So being at home and cooking is, is something that we still enjoy, even though, yes, we enjoy an occasional dinner out like anyone else. Well, the, there's been a wonderful reminder of our love for cooking as we've pursued a, the difficult practice of packing in recent weeks. You see, we've accumulated a wonderful collection of cookbooks over the years, and really more cookbooks than we're wanting to take with us. So we've gone through the tough choices of ridding ourselves of some of these cookbooks. And it's not easy because some of these cookbooks we've had for years, we may have gotten before we were married, may have belonged to 
my mother or others of our family members, but still we realize we just don't use all these cookbooks and can't take them all with us. And so while we feel it is the right thing to do to take some of these to goodwill or give them away, we know it's not an easy thing to do because we're not just talking about food, are we? As we talk about gathering at table and as we think about preparing meals, we're not just talking about what's on our plate. We're talking about memories and we're talking about relationships. And we're even making a connection to the table that is before us today, that table that speaks of the most significant of relationships. You see, we gather at this table today because it's Jesus who told us to do so. It's Jesus who said, do this in remembrance of me. And though this story from Mark, the sixth chapter, technically is not a story of the Last Supper, it is a story which anticipates the Last Supper. We remember Jesus taking the loaves and fish that are entrusted to him. And he looks to heaven and blesses the loaves and the fish, and he breaks the loaves to give to those gathered before him. It is important that we find again our connection to this table. And as we share in this gathering at table, and as we share this miracle of the feeding of the 5,000, we are reminded again of the importance of food from beginning to end of our scriptures. As we share in meals at times, we may find ourselves speaking of comfort food, comfort food. And this morning, we are given, fortunately, that comfort food. You see, I'm hoping we heard as we shared this scripture from the sixth chapter of Mark, some echoes of the 23rd Psalm. And is there any scripture that is of greater comfort to us than the 23rd Psalm? I'll invite you to look again at this passage from Mark chapter 6, in which Jesus looks upon the looks upon the crowds before him with compassion because these crowds appear to him as sheep without a shepherd. And remember as we make our way through this scripture as well that Jesus instructs the crowds to sit down upon the green grass, to lie down in green pastures. I don't think that's any coincidence on the part of the writer of Mark. I think Mark, through this scripture, wants to gather his community of faith within these beloved words of comfort. And I think Mark may want to gather you and me within these beloved words of comfort as well. And it is our desire for such words of comfort now, perhaps more than at any other time. We still live within this pandemic. And to know terribly violence within our streets, we look for some leadership, we look for some order, we look for some healing, and it is our desire that we find, as people of faith, some comfort in the midst of this chaos. It all seems to be so elusive to us, and we're wondering, yes, we love this table, yes, we love the word proclaimed, but is that of comfort to us enough at this time? Now, it's true, we will say, 
gathering at this table anticipates and looks forward to the heavenly banquet, the messianic banquet. And there is good news in this, in the assurance that one day we shall all be gathered at the table of our Lord before the most gracious of hosts. But what about now? What about this morning? Are we comforted by the words, by the table? Well, let me remind us again that as we share in this body of Christ, we are assured in the presence of Christ with us, this is my body given for you. And let me remind us that as we share in this cup, we are reminded we are forgiven of all sin. This is my blood shed for the forgiveness of sins. Take and drink. And as we share in that cup, we find there is nothing which separates us from the love of God made real in Christ our Savior. Christ is with us. We are forgiven. We remember and we try to shape our lives according to all that we remember as we live as disciples of Christ, those forgiven all sin. Again, Paul and I share the difficulty of packing for our move to Winchester. And as I spend some time in my office here at the church going, trying to pack up the belongings I have here, I go through occasional files of correspondence. And amongst these files, I find a multitude of thank you notes. Some of these thank you notes are from neighboring elementary schools, Albert Harris, Patrick Henry. And they are thank you notes given because we at First Church have remem remembered our neighbors in need and have given them gifts of food, especially for spring break, for winter break, for Thanksgiving break. We have not wanted our neighbors to go hungry, and we have heard the words of Jesus, you feed them. I have also responded, in addition to these notes from local schools, notes from local individuals who have received from our lunch bunch or who have received from the monthly food bank. And they are notes written to those of us at this church expressing the gratitude that we have helped feed them through some difficult times. Again, we have heard Jesus say, you feed them. And we hope that like Jesus, we have looked upon these neighbors with compassion and that we do this as we anticipate that day when we shall all be at the Lord's table. You see, you and I even now are closer to the crowds gathered on that hillside years ago, closer than we may realize. We are gathered in the good company of one another and it may be that we are feeling like sheep without a shepherd and that we are desiring that rest, that renewal that is to be found as the Lord calls us to lie down in green pastures. So we do gather this morning as those who find our shepherd, as those who are looked upon with the compassion of our Lord, as those who find our place at his table and we taste and we see 
and we are those who remember as Christ has called us to remember. And we let that remembrance of the words and the ministry of Christ guide our lives until we find ourselves at that heavenly banquet. So it is that now we anticipate our glory, which is in heaven, and we find ourselves within the loving embrace of the Good Shepherd. Amen. I invite us to respond to the word as we affirm our faith with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, is seated at the right hand of the Father, and will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I invite us to go to God as we pray with the prayers of the people, and we know this to be a responsive time of prayer. Again, I will list a series of petitions, concluding each petition with the words, Lord, in your mercy. I invite you to offer the response here, our prayer. And I will observe some silence so that we may speak those concerns upon our hearts. We go to God as we pray. Hear us, Lord, as we at this time pray for the people of this congregation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, hear us as we pray for those who suffer and to those in trouble. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Hear us, Lord, as we pray for the concerns of this local community. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Hear us, Lord, as we pray for the world, its peoples, and its leaders. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Hear us, Lord, as we pray for your church, its leaders, its members, and its mission. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, hear our voices lifted in prayer, voices joined with the communion of saints, worshiping you without end, night and day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Amen. Christ, our Lord, invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. I invite us into this prayer of confession. 
Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear this good news that Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. We share now in the great thanksgiving as Christ has commanded us to do this in remembrance of him. The Lord be with you and also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and to join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. Your spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to announce that the time had come when you would save your people. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, and ate with sinners. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. When the Lord Jesus ascended, he promised to be with us always, in the power of your word and Holy Spirit. On the night he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice and union with Christ offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. 
Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here, and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world of the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory, and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now we pray as Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one loaf. The bread which we break is a sharing in the body of Christ, The cup over which we give thanks is a sharing of the blood of Christ.
this closing prayer. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now go forth in peace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.